Two Guys, One Girl Santa, your friendly neighborhood podcast where we come together, drink some beer, and talk about all the nerdy things that we love. Uh, what is the episode today? Is it, are we on 15? We've lost sound? count, we've done so many. Let, let's do a quick check. Is this our sweet um, yeah, we're, No, we're 15. 15. We're 15. Quinceanera? Right. Quinceanera. Yeah. Yeah. We get our learner's permit this time. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to play the magic, uh, the hat dance. Yes. Uh, we have a special guest with us today, um, but before we introduce her, let's introduce the rest of the Guy Girl Santa panel. Uh, Nicole. How are you guys doing? We're doing pretty good, you know? It's the uh, second week of the NCAA tournament. Uh, I, as a Kentucky fan, am a little bit disappointed in how the Cats ended up, but you know what? I've got no worries now. It's just beat Duke and uh, 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 free sister Jean. So. Duke is my champion. Yeah, well, we don't need to go there. <laughs> Santa, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Doing yeah? Pretty good. Hanging in there. Hanging in there, yeah. And uh, Cameron? Hello, Internet Radio Land. And I'm your host, Matt Tape, as always. And our special guest is Cameron's daughter, Nora. She can't make noise, but she can. she's here. She just she doesn't know words yet. And she, she might make them at an inopportune moment. Yeah. And she's got something in her mouth. We're on a remote today, by the way, at Cameron's place. Uh, Shooting on location. Yeah. <laughs> um, just scheduling had to be adjusted and uh nor is a great kid and we knew that she wanted to be part of the podcast as well so uh we're going to continue from the last episode for our superhero bracket um we got through three regions and we have the fourth one to go uh so just a reminder for us uh uh Nicole, can you summarize basically, you know, the bracket for those of you who may have missed the previous episode? Not who we picked, but just the, the premise of it. Yeah, so we went and we divided kind of most superhero movies up into four different conferences. Um, we got the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We got the other Marvel movies, which is the conference we're going to be doing today. We got the DC movies, and we also have the other imprints. Um, all of these movies are based off of actual comic books. So oh. there might be some on here that you might have expected to see, like The Incredibles, but they're not actually based off comic books, so we didn't include them. Right. Makes sense. So without further ado, and thank you for that summary, let's get into the other Marvel movie conference region, whatever you want to call it. Our 116 match is, um, well, Logan is our one seed matched up with the Fantastic Four. Now, which Fantastic Four is this, Anna? This is the, the first one, the, or not, well... It's not fanforstic. <laughs> the, the first, the first official release. Is this uh, the one with Chris Evans as the? Yeah, Chris Evans as Human Torch. Uh, the uh, Iron, and... yeah, Iron Grindfield and Jessica Alba as, okay. as Sue Storm. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, this is going to be an interesting matchup. Uh, Cameron, do you want to go ahead and weigh your opinion? Oh yeah, Dad. Uh, not the, uh, Logan all the way. I mean, that was a really good movie and. The original Fantastic Four is like cheese ball. I mean, it's crazy how it's corny so it is. so funny watching that movie, because I hadn't seen it, and it was on TV the other day. It's so weird seeing Chris Evans as... Yeah, it's weird seeing Chris Evans in a different role. It's yeah. also, I mean, they ha I don't know if it's the first or the second movie where he has that awful line about whether their, their vehicle has a Hemi in it, because Dodge <laughs> sponsored the movie. 
It was like, holy crap, that must have hurt to say that line. Well, and that was a big kind of thing with Dodge of like, you know, there's a heavy in it. Yeah, yeah, there was, it, was just like, it was just like the most like lead balloon kind of statement in the middle of that movie. Like I remember being in seating in theaters and the audience just groaning at that. So I will readily admit that I did not see Logan, um, but I did see Fantastic Four. And as much as I loathe the <laughs> Logan Wolverine films, the Fantastic Four is just god-awful for all the reasons that you just said, and I will say no more. Uh, Santa, you want to weigh in? Uh, the, uh, Logan's obviously the better movie. And so yeah. We'll just move that one on to the next round. Logan, I would almost call a film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm kind of curious about why Logan is a better movie, but... Because I see a lot of other X Men in this we'll region, we'll get plenty of opportunities. We'll get plenty of opportunities to talk about yeah. it. What we can easily say is that Fantastic Four is a terrible, terrible <laughs> film, <laughs> and honestly, the second revamp of it with uh, Michael B. Jordan wasn't any better. Uh, Might so, have been worse, even. <laughs> yeah, which is saying a whole lot. Uh, so this is followed by our eight nine matchup: uh, Kick Ass and The Kingsman. Um, uh, Nicole, you want to start us off? Um, I'm going to pick Kingsman for this. I thought that was a great movie. Um, I had a lot of fun watching it. Way more fun than I did watching Kick-Ass. Um, so, that's my pick. Also, for some reason, when I worked at the public library, Kick-Ass was one of those movies that kept getting donated like once every two months. Really? <laughs> yeah, no. Probably by parents who didn't want their kids watching it anymore because yeah. they got tired of it. That and that one, uh, bless you, um, that one movie, The Lake House, that was the other one that kept getting donated. So, so Santa, I, this was a comic book, Kick-Ass? Yeah, Kick-Ass, yeah, it was a comic. Uh, Mark Miller was the writer, artist on it. Uh, one of the, they had, uh, Marvel started a... They, they try to do a max Marvel line, which was like kind of like the the more violent, risque stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where Jessica Jones had had her first series. Alias was on was on there. Uh, Punisher had some of his his best stories were on the max line, and uh, and Kickass was kind of like an offshoot of that for, from there. And uh, Kingsman same same regard. They these uh, Kingsman and Kickass are both very violent movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then, uh, uh, Kingsman. Did a little better with it because that kind of they had it incorporated into the story and, and Samuel Jackson his his lips in that movie is 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 awful but it's it's funny mm. watching him in that movie. Uh, so which one are you going with? I'm going with Kingsman just because Kingsman. It, it was kind of a surprise like how good it was. I'm gonna go with Kingsman as well. I just think it was it could have been a, a little bit of a cluster, but it ended up being a really good flick with I thought some really great heroes. Um, Cameron? I haven't seen Kingsman. Kick-Ass was alright, but, you know, um, eh, you know, it's not, nothing amazing. I'll, I'll, I'll abstain since my vote yeah. doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. Kick-Ass is, like, Hit Girl was the, the bigger star in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Kingsman advances? Yes. Alright. Moving us on to, what would this be, Santa? This is the 413. The 413. So, X-Men First Class. This mm-hmm. was the... The reboot, the kind of reboot yeah. with the younger, with the, new actors. the younger mutant, yeah. yeah. So uh, basically, Professor X before he even became Professor yeah. X, right? Yeah. 
Uh, same thing with Magneto. Mm -hmm. And it is going up against Punisher, the 2004 Four one, Four. which that's that's the non-Dolph Lundgren one. Is yeah. that the one with the guy from Walking Dead? What, what's oh. his name? Or is that somebody else? Uh, Thomas Jane was Punisher and had John Travolta in it. As the, really? Uh, the bad guy. That's what I said, too. <laughs> oh, I, I, I totally misjudged what, what, what this Punisher movie was. Yeah. Interesting. Not to be confused with Punisher Warzone, which was like the, the awful sequel to Punisher. And then that not one to be was the with... one with the crazy amounts of violence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nora hated that one. Yeah. yeah. Man. So, I, I can't even vote for the Punisher. I I don't even know. I never yeah. don't think I even heard about this version of the Punisher, to tell you the truth. It but, was coming out at the same time as like Daredevil and Fantastic Four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, Nora has a lot to say about that movie. But, um, um, what, what, what are you going to go for, Cameron? Oh, I'll do X-Men First Class. That was that was like a refreshing X-Men movie, especially after X-Men 3, which was a disaster. Because it was... Was that Brett Ratner who directed, directed X-Men 3? I believe so. It, was, yeah. oh, it, may, it may have been Singer. Brian Singer. No, Brian he Singer. didn't, because he, okay, he didn't direct X-Men Because he did, X, he did uh, Superman. Superman Returns. Yes, yeah. that's right, that's right. And that's probably why it was so garbage, because yeah. it didn't have him doing it, but... Yeah, yeah, I I thought um, they handled all those characters really well. Yeah, I thought X Men First Class was a nice, fresh take on X Men. I <laughs> I think we wanted to see a history of Professor X and of Magneto, and, and I think they did a really great job they, of it. They didn't want to focus because like the first X Men trilogy was all about Wolverine. Yeah, and and this one was more about Magneto and and. And Charles Xavier and then Mystique kind of like started kind of hanging around. Yeah, they just you had to blow up Mystique's line because J Law was uh, doing so well professionally. Yeah, which I don't mind. X Men First Class was just kind of a fun, fresh, new look at the the X Men. So I I had a lot of fun watching it, even if it wasn't you know the perfect movie. Mm -hmm. So. Alright, so X-Men First Class advances, and we will move on to our next pick. This looks like a 12-15 matchup. Uh, we have another X-Men film, X-Men 2. Uh, I was trying to think. That was the one with uh, the... The Phoenix thing. No, no, no. no, no, that, no. Was, no that was, was three. three. This The Phoenix came at the end yeah. of X-Men 2, but this was when... <clears throat> The that government guy, yeah. uh, who actually showed up in the, the other guy who experimented movies. on Wolverine, right? Wolverine's arch nemesis, basically. Right, the guy who basically made Wolverine and, Stryker. and him Striker, yeah, and he, uh, you know, taking out the X Men, you know, through his means, and the the and his and his son, who was like the weird mind mind controlling kid, right? And yeah, and. That is is up against Men in Black, which we actually did a throwback podcast to. So we'll start off with Nicole. So I'm gonna go a little rogue on this, but I thought X Men Two was a really forgettable movie, even though I've seen it. And I remember, I think that's where where we saw Mystique and all that. Um, but I thought, you know, we rewatched Men in Black the the like last year, I think, and it's actually a pretty good movie. Like it's. It's got some great moments. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, and it's ultimately, I think, what I'm going to pick. Yep. Santa? Actually, I'm going to go in black also. Just X-Men 2 was 
probably really good at the time. It was a lot better than X Men One because like it like progressed the story and everything. And but like looking back on it now, it's like Men in Black at least has people remember that movie more than X Men yeah. Two because more X Men movie have come out and that they're better than X Men Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Has more character. So, go ahead, Cameron. I was gonna say yeah. It, it kind of depends on if you want to judge it at the time or judge it in hindsight because in hi- like in hindsight yeah uh, men in black is a, is a lot more quirky and ha- you know has a much more recognizable brand um and yeah x-men 2 is like you said kind of generic in hindsight but at the time at what you know x-men 2 came out at a, a similar time to spider-man 2 and both those movies were like really awesome and like had huge box office success, and I feel like those two movies, more than the original X-Men and the original Spider-Man, are actually why we have so many superhero movies today, because they were, like, so successful. And, um, yeah, so I'll vote X-Men based on judging it, you know, at the time of release, not, you know, in hindsight. Really? Okay. So I am going to go with Men in Black. Uh, I actually felt the first X-Men was better than the second one. Uh, there was still watchable, very much X-Men 2. Um, but, I don't know, I, I think Men in Black is just sort of a classic film. I thought Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones were hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vanessa D'Ofrio was a great, you know, villain. There's just numerous things that we could go on and on. In fact, if you want to know how much we think about <laughs> yeah. Men in Black... Uh, just go back into the uh, At Guy Girl Santa archives, and yeah, that was Nora one of that Laura's, Nora's <laughs> favorite podcast uh, to to check it out and learn more. So it appears that it's our first bracket buster. Yeah, <laughs> Men in Black. This is the twelve fifteen matchup. Yeah, twelve five matchup. All right, so we are moving down to the lower half of this other Marvel movie regional, and we have. What is that? Is, is that, that a, the 314? 314. So Spider-Man 2 versus Amazing Spider-Man. So Spider-Man 2, that's the Tobey Maguire sequel, right? It's and, with Dr. Octopus as the villain. Yes. And where... Is this the one where they're like supposed to get married? Uh, Peter Parker and Mary Jane? No, they, that's they, Spider-Man 3. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. But Amazing Spider-Man's the Andrew Garfield reboot, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with, with Lizard as the villain. Oh, really? <laughs> so, I'm just going to go on record is I hate that whole series with Andrew Garfield as Amazing Spider-Man. It's absolutely terrible. Yeah. Everything is wrong with it. They screwed up the whole parents. I know they were trying to be clever, but they ended up just being they, sucky. They wanted to do something different and like focus more on his parents, but they, they didn't do that very well. Well, and they were trying to go down that... And also Gwen Stacy instead of Mary Jane. Yeah. Terrible, yeah. terrible select, selection. They were trying to go down that road that, that I think was pursued in at least one story arc where like his parents were government agents yeah. and there's more to his backstory. He isn't just some schmuck with without a family. It, He's being well, raised by his aunt. Well, it wasn't it wasn't completely random that that he got these powers. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Like there was like you know they were they were they were breeding these these genetic spiders mm-hmm. and, and so. Yeah, I don't know. The, the I didn't actually see the second Andrew Garfield movie, uh, but the first one I didn't think it was terrible, and I thought, 
you know, it was an interesting change of tone from the Tobey Maguire ones. But that was a, a movie where, like, you can tell they were afraid that their audience was too dumb to get it. Like, it was just really crummy writing. Like, I just remember when he's web-slinging and they're playing the police chatter. Yeah. And the, the police chatter isn't, like, talking like police officers would. It's, like, he, you know, it's, it's narrating the movie for you in case you couldn't keep up with what's going on, you know? Nicole, what do you think? Definitely going with Spider-Man 2. Um, I always was kind of bewildered by the whole Amazing Spider-Man remake. I wasn't... Mm-hmm. It didn't serve any purpose, I feel like, other than to try to make more money. The purpose mm-hmm. it served was retaining the IP yeah. with yeah. Uh, Sony. And I, I don't really appreciate that. And not only that, it's not that great of a movie. So Usually when you try to make... When you're having to... Being forced to make a movie, it's like... I remember there's several musical albums yeah. where it's just like you're just obligated to make an album because that was yeah. your contract and it usually ends up sucking. Andrew Garfield is not my Spider-Man. No, no. So Spider-Man 2 advances, although I will say that is a painful game to watch, Spider-Man 2 versus Amazing Spider-Man, for reasons I will get into probably when we talk about the next matchup or the, the subsequent matchup after we decide who wins. In this pick... Blade 2, um, so... Electric Boogaloo. Yes. The Wesley Snipes sequel to Blade. And is, this isn't the one with Ryan Reynolds in it, though, right? No, that's, that's Blade, Blade Trinity. Yeah. Blade yeah. Trinity. Yeah, Blade yeah. 2 is actually the, the probably the best of the three. Which is why it got yeah, made it in there, yeah. as yeah. opposed to just the natural Blade. Yeah. Uh, and Blade 2 is matched up against the original yeah. X-Men. So, Santa, why should one team advance over the other? Why, why should one film advance over the other? If it's, if it's a better movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, which, one do you, which one would you say? Uh, I honestly have not seen Blade 2. So uh, how do you know it was a better one? Rotten acor- Tomatoes? According to everybody else. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why it's the higher, uh, higher seed here. Uh, X-Men was... A good movie. It started pr- pretty much all of this uh, uh, outside of because superhero movies have been around for a long time, but they've mm-hmm. always been either Superman or Batman. X Men was you know, and then uh, Spider Man. X Men was like kind of the first one, first superhero movie that was like a team and 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 different, you know, mm-hmm. than, than than what we've had in the past. And so there was uh, they 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 kind of died in the nineties, uh, and then they. X Men kind of brought it, brought the where you can make a movie with people with strange powers. There is definitely a resurgence that was made when X Men came out. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fresh. Um, it was putting together a cast of really awesome actors and, and, uh, and uh, special effects. And yeah, and, you know, like definitely helps. You know, so like they, like as as technology improves and the special effects get better. So, the, yeah. There was some cheesiness to it that I didn't necessarily appreciate, but, uh, and, you know, I, I think they did a really good job of introducing the X-Men characters and Blade 2. I just don't like any of the Blade series, so my vote's going to have to be for X-Men. Nicole, what do you think? I'm going to go with X-Men just because, for me, that sticks out as one of the first superhero movies I ever saw. I got super into it. I thought the, you know, it set off a whole... X-Men movie franchise, I think. So, mm-hmm. um, I thought the casting was great for the most part. Not perfect, but... Yeah. Um, 
I think casting Professor uh, Patrick Stewart as Professor X and um, that was the, the perfect uh, the part he was born to play. Absolutely, and uh, is it Ian McDermott? Who no, who's who's Magneto? Sorry, uh, Ian McKellen. Yes, yeah. So uh, Cameron, it's pretty much decided that yeah. you want to weigh in. Uh, I'll, I'll also go for the first X Men movie. Um, I think the the big reason that that movie was so successful is that it actually innovated on the you know every superhero movie up to that point had done it exactly like it was in the comic books like with the spandex suits and the bright colors and like one of the things that I think they did that made it a really successful movie is they were just wearing black leather suits you know that they made it a, they toned it down a little bit to make it you know palatable for somebody who isn't completely steeped in the comics and, and that kind of you know gave rise to the the, the rest of the superhero movies that we have today mm. so x-men advances and now we move to our last two matchups we have x-men days of future past this is when the x-men first class the young x-men intersected with the Older X-Men? Older, yeah, they're the future, and then they send it back, like, yeah. very convoluted plan to go back in time, and, yeah, it was, but it, outside of that, the time travel stuff, the movie was actually not that bad. Mm -hmm. uh, I actually thought it was very watchable, yeah. and it's matched up with Spider-Man, the yeah. original, uh, original Tobey Maguire, which was a box office smash. Uh, it broke so many records, yeah. it became sort of a... Uh, a, a, a marker for success or outrageous success when it comes to yeah. superhero action movies. It made so much money. It was so... There's a lot of things to it. Um, so this is actually, I think, a really decent matchup on paper, but just from a box office successfulness, I'm just going to have to go with Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man hadn't been revisited in quite some time. Uh, I think probably the last time you saw Spider-Man live action was that cheesy CBS thing that yeah, was out there, really maybe? Bad yeah, live action thing. Uh, the special effects were awesome. I thought Willem Dafoe as the Green Goblin was was fantastic. Yeah. Um, actually, the guy, the guy who used to cut my hair says he actually played a bit part into it. Um... <laughs> I, I guess that's going to push it over the top for me right there. I, I know somebody who had yeah, a, who, who, yeah, who had a, uh, a walk-on cameo, so my vote's going to be for Spider-Man. Uh, Santa or Nicole? Um, I'm also going to go for Spider-Man, just because, uh, A, it was a movie I enjoyed more, B, and I feel like it kind of started paving the way for more superhero movies to come out because it was such a commercial success. I remember buying that on DVD with my mom, and mm -hmm. I, you know, we got it at Christmas time and watched it. And were you a big fan of Mary Jane? I was not until I watched it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she's joke. not, uh, and she's okay. But um, I, I like Spider Man more. Um, but Tobey Maguire did such a good job. I feel like so. Well, you Sam? Uh, I'm going to go Spider Man here. The Near Future Passage is is a is a good movie. Uh, but some of the time travel stuff and then too much Mystique. Oh. Mm. I just don't like Mystique. I mean, I don't just don't like Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> I like the character, but it's it, it, anytime you do something 
to like serve as one actor's career or for any reason that isn't story driven, people notice and it kind of cheapens the, it. The problem is whenever Jennifer Lawrence is in a movie now, I'm like, oh, that's Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. yeah. I don't say, oh, that's Mystique. Or... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with Days of Future Past, I, I thought, oh. yes, well, first off with the young X-Men, they clearly said, well, here's an Oscar winner, Jennifer Lawrence. Let's make it about her, just like they made the other X-Men a lot about Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't I don't know with having so much of Mystique being this you know evil almost right hand uh, or right hand person to Magneto it was hard to sort of kind of switch that mindset of she's kind of this you know dualistic person mm-hmm. um, and I also felt like maybe they jumped the gun a little bit and and having you know these. The young and the old intersect. I think they could have done another movie with the young ones before doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, it seems like Spider-Man is going to advance. Yeah. Yep. All right. So we move to our last uh, uh, matchup in the round of 64. Uh, to close out the other Marvel region, we have, I guess, a number two Deadpool. Yep, two is Deadpool. And a number 15 Ghost, Ghost Rider. Rider. Is this the Nick Cage Nick, Ghost Rider? <laughs> Nick Cage Ghost Rider. Which, Who's going to pick that over Deadpool? Who, who would... Well, I don't know. I mean, Nick Cage. He has a passionate following. Yeah. Does he? I'm not sure if it's anybody in this room, though. <laughs> it may not be anybody in this room, but... Is it you, Matt? I, you know... He, Can they, I just interject and say Matt has watched National Treasure? I have what? Yeah, it's like five Nick, million times. I've seen. I see more. On TV, he's I've seen more Nick Cage movies than I have seen Ryan Reynolds movies. Tiebreaker Tyler was a hot take. <laughs> just saying, he is a bit of a Nick. Cage. But this is this isn't Ryan Reynolds versus Nick Cage. This is Deadpool versus Ghost Rider. Ryan Reynolds would kick the shit out of Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can all probably agree with that. So I guess. Nicole, you're going with... I'm going with Deadpool. It was such a fun movie. It was offered a lot to... Uh, it kind of revitalized a whole character that had been really, you know... I don't want to say neglected because he appeared in a movie, but he, he wasn't the way he should have been done. He got messed up in that movie. He yeah. got messed up. Yeah. So um, they they took a superhero that had already appeared and with a small budget kind of revitalized a whole following. Well, there's one thing that Nick Cage can do. He can is screw up a a, a, a character. And the right. national treasure so, like Ghost Rider. So apparently he loves the Ghost Rider character and had a, ta- a huge like back tattoo of Ghost Rider. But they made two back. movies. Yeah, like and he, he basically... like The reason Nick Cage is in the Ghost Rider movie is because he made his agent like demand that he be put in that film, essentially, you know? So uh, yet another financially irresponsible yeah, random yeah. decision that right. Nicolas Cage has made. Yeah, I mean, he, he presumably got paid something to do the movie, but yeah, I don't think he got any kind of back end. Um, so yeah, if it wasn't already clear, I voted for Deadpool as well. And, th- and that's saying a lot that he was very into Ghost Rider because he is also super into Nick Cage's Superman. I mean, he named his son Kal-El. Wow. And have, have you ever seen that the, the documentary yeah. about well, no, him? I've seen still images of him in a movie that I think... It was the movie they were trying to make, trying the, to make the Death of Superman or whatever or it was. Before Superman Returns, this would have been, yeah, the yeah. Nick Cage one. Yeah, and it would have been absolutely terrible. Like <laughs> I Nick, still kind of wish we, would get, we could get to see that film, though. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah, I, you know. There are a lot of, like, uh, hidden, not hidden, but, like, things things we would never see that were either made or tested. Uh, the Superman, you know, Nick Cage, and then there's the Fantastic Four movie that was made in, like, 1990 or 89. Yeah. That they oh, made, yeah. Yeah, to keep the rights, they made it, and then they, they're never going to release it because it's so bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Deadpool, you know... Brought to life a a character that is heavily loved by Marvel can- Marvel comic fan heroes. Uh, he is in some ways very much anti hero anti hero. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I I was still amazed when uh, Mrs. Tyler and I saw Deadpool and people brought their children to the movie <laughs> oh theater. Oh my goodness! It was I I, I mean. It, just the language aside, it was also oh, just the graphic. the graphical and every a lot of sex stuff in there. Yeah, too. the graphical sex stuff was pretty pretty intense uh, for your children to be there. Did, I, I mean, didn't they put up warnings after a while or something? I mean, it was rated R, so I mean, yeah. it was like it wasn't like NC seventeen, so but, it was something. But that kind of proved that like a rated R superhero movie could still be super successful. So that kind of because parents will take their kid to see any superhero movie, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. regardless of rating, mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty much. These kids are tricking their parents. I guarantee you. That's a, hey, it worked for me. Yeah, over and <laughs> over and over the again. King of tricking your parent into taking you to a movie that you shouldn't see as a young child. All right, so we're going to move on to the round of 32, and we're going to visit back to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We have uh, the winner of the 116 matchup, uh, Thor Ragnarok. Uh, Coming up to the 9 seed, Doctor Strange. Santa, do you want to weigh in? Uh, Both of these movies were, were, were fun enjoyable movies Thor Ragnarok was just more fun and more enjoyable uh, in my opinion uh, I'm going to go with Thor Ragnarok on this one Nicole? So I'm probably the, the biggest Doctor Strange fan here I love Benedict Cumberbatch I love the Doctor Strange character I thought it was a great movie but I'm still going to go with Thor Ragnarok just because I think it's the better movie it had more fun and it also had Doctor Strange in it so Yes, it did. It's still a win for me. So. It, it covers all the bases. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also still going to go with Thor Ragnarok. I actually uh, saw Doctor Strange recently, and it's 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 a really good film. But nothing made me laugh so hard in a recent uh, Marvel movie as Thor Ragnarok did. Cameron, it's kind of moot, but yep. you know what Also Thor Ragnarok. I mean, Doctor Strange was a great one-off movie, but, um, you know, still... Thor's better. It was, it was funnier. Kind of what everybody else said, too. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and the next matchup uh, is... What is that? A, it's a 4-5. Four 4-5? Five. Four five? Yeah. The Avengers, the original, uh, followed by the 5 seed no, Captain America. It's Marvel Avengers. The original Avengers was, <laughs> was based off the uh, the UK TV show. Oh, right. <laughs> with, Sorry. With, with Emma Peel, who kicks high. <laughs> is that and Sean Connery's in that too, right? Is he? Um, no, no, that's a uh, Spot, I believe. No, wait, no, no, no Sean Connery is Avengers. Yes, yes, that's right. Yes, where yes, they have yes, the yes, meeting yes, with everybody wearing, yes. you know, furry hats. 
So the Avengers, not the original, but the one with the, the Marvel, Mar- Marvel, with, yeah, the Marvel, Marvel Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. All right, you guys know what I'm talking about. It's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Wait, talking I about think no Santa Claus trolling you. Yes, and Captain America: Winter Soldier. So Cameron, way in there. Uh, Winter Soldier for sure. Wow. All um, right. Interesting. The original Avengers is a great movie. It's there's plenty of hype on that movie, but uh, I'm. Sticking with my theme of movies that actually are able to go beyond just being a superhero movie, uh, getting extra credit. So that's why uh, Civil or uh, Winter Soldier uh, gets the win for me because of the NSA overtones that it had. So I am going to go with the Avengers. Uh, it's sometimes tough for me to digest the Captain America films. Uh, I, I don't know necessarily why it is, but it just is. I do feel like the in-fight sequence of the Winter Soldier was really well done. I think Bucky Barnes is a really great character. But to me, there was nothing better than everything they did that worked out great, putting together the Marvel Avengers for the first major, you know, bring together superhero people that that is now kind of... Uh, set, set the bar for what you need to do when you bring people like that together. It definitely outweighed a lot of the other, you know, conglomeration superhero movies like the Justice League. So I'm going to go with the Avengers. Uh, Nicole? So this is a hard matchup for me because it features two of my most favorite Marvel villains. One is Loki. The other is Bucky Barnes, the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Both of which have become great characters in the Marvel Universe. I love following both of them. They're awesome. But ultimately, um, I'm going to go with the Avengers. Just because ultimately, you know, like when we watched it the other day again, just to rewatch it, I just had this like, big smile across my face just because it's such a cool movie. Mm-hmm. And Winter Soldier is a great movie too. And I have a lot of fun watching it. But I'm ultimately going to have to go with the Avengers just because I have more fun watching it. Mm-hmm. Santa. This was tough because <sighs> Avengers is the, that, that is the culmination of, you know, Marvel's first phase. Yeah, know, and like, it sets the standard yeah, for the rest of the Avengers. Yeah, uh, Winter Soldier was kind of like the superhero movie that it was like, uh, people call it, you know, Marvel's Dark Knight. You know, it's not a superhero yeah. movie. It's like a... An actual movie film. It know, stands like, by know. itself. Yeah. For, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, yeah, but I'm gonna go Avengers here, just because I mean that 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 is the the prototype superhero movie. Mm-hmm. You know. All right. Can I just get in two pieces? I was hoping it would come to me because <laughs> I almost walked out of Captain America: Winter Soldier. You, you know what? We we had an agreement, Tyler. I just didn't like it. It's. No. Can't just, stop the Tyler. No, I just, I, I hated that movie so much. And you know what? Superhero movies are supposed to be fun mm. and not make you sad. And I can't help it, too. I just love Loki so much. Yeah, It makes me so happy. All right. All right. Sorry. It, it's fine. As long as you agree with us. If you say something... <laughs> so which one won there? Avengers. The Avengers. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> All right. So now we're moving on to another matchup, and I'm going to steal uh, uh, Santa's sheet here so I get the seeding right. The Black Panther, uh, three seed, uh, coming up against Spider-Man Homecoming, which was a six seed that beat out Ant-Man in a tough, tough matchup. Uh, a three-six seed, Nicole, weigh in. I'm going to go with Black Panther 
It's a total package. Like I said earlier, it was my top pick in my personal Marvel movie ranking. Um, it had it had everything. It had a great villain. It had a great soundtrack. It had great characters. The side characters in that movie. Oh my god! Like Spider Man Homecoming is a good movie too, and I had a ton of fun watching it. But like, you can't compare Vulture and Michael B. Jordan. Uh-huh. Uh, Spider Man Homecoming was a better reboot of Spider Man than the Amazing Spider Man with Andrew Garfield. Uh, I think I like this Spider Man a whole lot more. He fits in more into the Marvel Cinematic Universe than any of the other two Spider-Mans, or three, well, any of the other Spider-Mans, period. Uh, But going back to kind of what we talked about, having a standalone movie, Black Panther stands alone by itself for all the reasons that Nicole just stated. Uh, Santa? Yeah, Black Panther, obviously, here. I mean, Spider-Man Homecoming was a great movie, but we've seen this story kind of, not story, but like Spider-Man multiple times now black panther was new and fr- fresh and they didn't know. do anything necessarily that innovative with with the spider-man homecoming they just marvelized it yeah uh cameron do you want to weigh in um yeah i will also go with black panther although it's a tight matchup because the best thing about black panther is michael b jordan's uh killmonger, kill, killmonger. like he is like one of the most interesting like uh you know depth having uh villains in the marvel universe and spider-man homecoming uh the vulture actually did a great job with that too michael keaton was a very solid bad guy uh but i'll still but black panther still edges out so black panther unanimous vote and also you're doing an awesome job babysitting during (laughs) podcasting look at you win the multitasking uh, dad of the year award Yes, Nora just says no to the nap and wants to be part of the podcast. All right, this brings us up to uh, the 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 seven two seven two matchup in the round of thirty two for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is a really another good matchup. Iron Man, uh, the original, with uh, facing against Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One. Uh, Santa, it, it, this is tough because. I mean, Iron Man just was the beginning of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and just like how, set- how different it was compared to other superhero movies in the past. And mm-hmm. uh, but Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One was just like so good and so surprisingly like out of the out of the box. Like nobody had any expectations for that movie, and nobody knew who the Guardians of the Galaxy were. You know, mm-hmm. like people kind of knew who Iron Man was, but they a little bit, yeah. Uh, I remember when Guardian, the first Guardian of the Galaxy preview was shown. I can't remember what movie we were seeing, but I was like, "Man, what in the hell is this? Marvel has finally <laughs> like jumped the shark on these movies. They've run out of ideas. This is going to be total garbage." And that, yeah, like you said, it was surprisingly a great movie. So is that Guardians of the Galaxy? I'm for gonna, you as well? Yeah, I'll do I'm Guardians gonna, of the Galaxy. I mean, Iron Man's great. It, it was like, you know, this the sort of thing that like they, set the ground Even rules, though both, both movies suffer from having kind of a bad villain at, at the end, but I think Ronan kind of had a little more to him than just being a businessman who didn't yeah. want to lose his job. <laughs> but he, yeah. was, he was sort of this, the, you know, like you knew like he was like the end's he was like the first boss you had to beat in order to get to the bigger boss. Bigger boss. Which was, he was like a mid boss. Yeah. Uh, 
So, Nicole? I'm going to go with Guardians of the Galaxy as well. Um, the first Iron Man really was a good movie. Uh, Santana and I spent some time rewatching some of the older Marvel movies to prepare for this. And we rewatched that one. And, you know, like, uh, it is a good movie. It is fun to watch. Um, but I think Guardians of the Galaxy had to overcome a lot with some of the characters in that. Like the, you know, Rocket the Raccoon. Like. Mm-hmm. A tree that only says three words. A tree yeah. that, yeah, the the acting Vin Diesel had to do for that, like yeah, I mean Vin Diesel probably is his, his, um, his biggest unique the, performance. Vin Diesel is Groot. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Bradley but, Cooper is Rocket Raccoon too. I knew that, but I didn't know Vin Diesel was Groot. But like, this is why we didn't invite you to the podcast. I know. I didn't know. Fair enough. Quiet. So I will. Also, also, just like the soundtrack for Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, like, it was great. It was huge. Yeah. Huge. Uh, I so, have that. I have the album of that soundtrack. Same on vinyl. Me. On vinyl. Yeah. yeah. I should have it on cassette, but oh well. So I will go with Iron Man, even though it doesn't matter. Uh, but to me, it's it's much, very much of a coin flip. Probably Guardians of the Galaxy should win, just from the the difficulty of getting a fan buy-in with a a a. A cast and a context of that. It's the first time we've really sort of, well, with the exception of maybe Thor, ventured out of what what we know as as you know human world. And even Thor was a you know a human made mythology. So, but nonetheless, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One advances. We move on to the round of thirty-two for the next region, the Imprints. Uh, we have. Our one eight matchup. Yep. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, nineteen ninety, uh, with facing off against the Mask with Jim Carrey. Really interesting oh. matchups. Uh, Cameron, do you want to weigh in? Um, I am not a neutral party because that nineteen nineties Ninja Turtles movie like was my childhood. I was obsessed with the Ninja Turtles. And I thought that movie was, like, so super badass. I probably watched it a hundred times. So, The Mask was great. You know, had a, had a big, uh, you know, pe- people were crazy about that movie for a while. And it accelerated Jim Carrey's career to the next level. But I, I still say The Ninja Turtles is, is the one for me. Mm. Santa? Teenage Mutant Turtles, definitely. That's the, I mean, that was... In the in the '90s, early '90s, I mean, I was like 10, 11, you know, me and my me and my boys, you know, we we were all, you know, we You're all were just nunchucking it. Yeah, and, I, I was actually I was the which, Michelangelo character. That that was, was me. About to say, you know, which, did you guys dress up? We didn't really dress the, up, but yeah, you know, we. Did you, you know, wear the headbands? Yeah, we, we, we were. All, yeah, we were all our our everybody was just, you know personified as one of the turtles. So you know, it was like you know, it was fun growing up. Yeah, in the '90s. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna go with the mask actually. Um, I so I remember those like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like you know the Christmas commercials that would come around. And I've seen that movie, but ultimately, um, me and my brother would sit around pretending things were the mask on our faces. So, mm. so we're a, little, mm. a little bit younger than Santa. And I. I'm gonna go have to go with my boys and go Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, it's just. You know, any movie with Corey Feldman actually is is awesome, and he did the voice of Donatello. <laughs> little little uh, tidbit of trivia, yeah. 
All right, now we move on to a really interesting matchup of Time Cop, uh, the Jean-Claude Van Damme uh, piece about uh, a cop that goes back into time to stop crimes, is that right? Yeah. Stop time crimes. Yeah. Time crimes, yes. Yes, because everybody's going back into time. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All right, uh, against Flash Gordon, the... Uh, it's a 4-5 matchup. Yeah, so the the legendary uh, superhero movie with the Queen soundtrack. Uh, I will go with Flash Gordon just from the nostalgia factor. Uh, I, I can vote a Jean-Claude movie once. I can't vote it twice, even though... Unless it was... Uh, uh, um, Bloodsport, and then yeah, it would, uh, uh, of course, win. <laughs> Bloodsport gets two votes because they made that movie twice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did the, they? It was called something else. The obviously. Quest. Yeah, yeah. The quest. It was the same. Oh, really? Movie. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's disappointing. Yeah. Well, all right. I'm going Flash Gordon. Santa. This one's tough. Uh, going off the because Flash Gordon was like so cheesy. But but that's that's what makes it a good superhero movie, right? Because it's yeah. so cheesy and and Ming the Merciless. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tom Cop was just like kind of like it. That could be like any movie that you know that John Coleman, you know, he's done those type of movies before and like they. But uh, yeah, Flash Gordon, I think, is the better superhero movie to me. Karen, um, I haven't seen Flash Gordon, and it's. It seemed, I don't know, I, I, I'm going to abstain because uh, it sounds like a pretty cool movie. Like, I, I'm interested in going back and watching it. And it wouldn't be fair for me to vote for Time Cop just because I've seen Time Cop and hadn't seen Flash Gordon. Nicole? Um, I'm going to give a pity vote to Time Cop for uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. All right. So, so we have uh, two for Flash, one abstain, one for Time Cop. So Flash Gordon advances. All right, moving on. Hellboy 2 versus what seed? Rocketeer? Rocketeer's the 11. Hellboy is the... The 3. 3? Wow. Uh, so I'm going to go for the Rocketeer. I just... Yeah, I, I, it's a great, great film. Um, I, I remember it distinctly growing up as a, in my childhood. Uh... Awesome special effects, just a great script. It was entertaining. Um, Hellboy 2 is just sort of fanboyish. So I'm going with Rocketeer. Uh, Santa? I'm, I'm also going with Rocketeer. Uh, it, uh, she doesn't agree with that. Uh, it, it had at least like a story I could follow. <laughs> like yeah. Hellboy 2 got a little like weird and mystical and stuff in there. and. And like I mean, I mentioned it the first and the last time, I did have a bad experience watching that movie in the theaters. Yeah, yeah, it's like a bad That's acid not trip. Toro's fault. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cameron um, and okay. Nora. Nora and I jointly are going to vote for the Rocketeer. Um, I think the biggest criticism we can make of Hellboy is none of us can keep straight which parts were from Hellboy and which parts were from Hellboy Two. Absolutely. You know, like I, I think. There, it's an entertaining movie. Guillermo del Toro is a good director. He's got a great visual style, but like, you know, looking back, nobody's gonna remember those movies. You know, he's he's done much much better movies himself. You know, uh, so Rocket Man or Rocketeer. Rocketeer. 
Nicole, do you want to throw any live to Hellboy too? Or I do. I, I love Hellboy. I love Guillermo del Toro. So you have my vote, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, and moving into the final round of thirty-two, Mystery Man as a what seed, Santa? Ten. Ten against Dread, which was a two. Um, as much as I love a good Ben Affleck movie, uh, Dread was just ben, the more Ben Affleck. No, no, Ben Affleck. Uh, ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, same thing. I, I love Ben Affleck movies too. Don't get me wrong. Uh, yeah, Ben Stiller movie. At Dread was just a cooler movie. Yeah. Santa, any disagreement or? No, I like Dread was. Uh, Mr. Men was you know cheesy, corny, and uh, it was kind of a more. It came off more as like a. A parody or a spoof of, of superhero movies, mm-hmm. which was kind of weird at the time because there weren't that many superhero movies to out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cameron, um, Dread. Dread. Dread was like that. You know, Dread came out at a similar time as the remake to um, Total Recall. Total Recall. And I was just like, like man. Cop and yeah, I was just like, man, like this is just like another one of these like uh, they're digging up some movie from the eighties to to remake because. All we can do is remake movies. There's no original ideas. And that movie surprised the hell out of me. You know, everything... It was just a tightly written story. Well acted, well directed. They weren't wasting anybody's time. Interesting cast. I mean, Lena Headley, Cersei from Game of Thrones is the main villain in that. Um, the actor who plays Avon Barksdale is her number one henchman. You know, we've, we've discussed uh, the fact that... Uh, oh, I'm dropping, forgetting his name... Uh, who, who Carl Urban. Carl Urban plays yeah. Yeah, Judd. He plays everything. Yeah. So, yeah. It's great. Great movie. I highly recommend. Team Nora Nicole. Do you uh, care? Me and Nora are definitely going for Dread, too. Um, I'm not going to rehash it, but for basically the same reasons everyone else has said. All right. So, Dread Advances, that wraps up the other imprints. Let's move on to the DC round of 32. We have The Dark Knight uh, the, with uh, Heath Ledger as a Joker against The Watchmen. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go and say Dark Knight, hands down. Heath Ledger rocked it. It's probably one of the best Batman movies ever. Uh, I mean, I, I remember they, they had, like, in the trailer, the first, like, five minutes of that movie and I remember thinking wow this is cool this is just awesome this was just just great cinema and then it was the beginning of the movie when you watched it in theaters and it was still even more awesome the second time I it was just great so Dark Knight for me Santa yeah Dark Knight obviously here I mean Watchmen was a fine movie uh, but uh, Dark Knight was just like that that's like beyond superhero mm-hmm. you know yeah absolutely Probably the it didn't even seem like a superhero movie, movie yeah, to yeah. be honest yeah it was about stuff beyond the fact that they were all wearing costumes Nicole um I'm gonna go for the Dark Knight 2 just because I think it's one of the best superhero movies out there mm-hmm. um the 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 Heath Ledger Jokers had a huge effect on just villains and, and the Joker in general. So. Mm-hmm. He so, died for that movie. He died yeah, for he that did. movie too. Yeah. That's why I picked the crow. Earlier. That's why he picked the crow and <laughs> get the shaft. So Cameron, I also assume that you went with Dark Knight. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. Watchmen is a 
is a great film, especially by Zack Snyder standards, uh, but it doesn't hold a candle to Dark Knight. All right. Then we follow this up with the 1989 Batman with Jack Nicholson, followed by its sequel, Batman Returns, with uh, Danny DeVito as the Penguin and Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. Uh, also, a appearance by um, uh, the guy who plays Max Schreck, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. <laughs> so, Cameron, your hands up. Go oh, for it. Yeah, uh, I. That's a super hard one because if I'm going by like my nostalgia factor, the original Batman would win because like I love that movie. I you know I wore the tape out of that one. But looking at, it, I wish I could watch Dark Knight or not Dark Knight, uh, Batman Returns with fresh eyes, just because um, I think as as a as a you know at this time in my life I might appreciate it even more. Um, but so I'm gonna basically almost coin toss it and say. Uh, Batman Returns. All right, um, fair enough. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass off to Santa. Actually, yeah, I'm gonna go with Batman Returns here too. Okay. Uh, Batman was yeah a like that was we talked about you know movies being the first or to start something. Batman in 1990 was the first superhero movie. In a way, right? I mean, there's like, we'll, mm-hmm. like every well, yeah, Superman was around. Yeah, but, but Superman was. The but this but like a, a dark superhero movie. Yeah, it was like Batman. This is what he was like. Even though I mean, the Batman Returns, I think, is a lot more darker than Batman. Oh, was. totally, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Batman Returns is creepy. At yeah, the uh, uh, Batman was. Good. I mean, it had a little. I mean, the museum scene alone, just like, like, kind of ruins that movie for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's just letting Jack Nicholson do what Jack Nicholson do. Um, Nicole? Uh, Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. Um, just the villains, like... I thought the Penguin was actually really good. I thought the Danny Vito did an awesome job as the Penguin. I thought uh, Michelle Pfeiffer was a great Catwoman. I thought Christopher Walken was an amazingly awesome extra component to that film. It's, it's roundly understood that Batman Returns was the better movie. <laughs> Uh, but Batman was good. Um, I, I do think there's certain things that Batman struggled with, and that's why, you know, as, as Santa pointed out, you know, some of the scenes, like the art scene was a little rough, didn't seem kind of out of place, but damn, uh, if Batman Returns just didn't hit it on all cylinders. So it advances. We move on to the next matchup in the DC universe. We have... Uh, Superman with Christopher Reeve's original as a what's he? Nora. Nora loves that movie. Is that three six? Three six matchup with number six being V for Vendetta. V for Vendetta. I'm just gonna go ahead and say Christopher Reeve every day, all day. Rest in peace, Superman. <laughs> it's just awesome. That's all you gotta say. That's all I gotta say, Nicole. Um, that's, that's not all I gotta say. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go for V for Vendetta. Um, I think it was the more atmospheric movie that kind of... I also appreciate when people do superhero movies that aren't necessarily just Superman, Batman. Capes. Yeah. And I feel like V for Vendetta did a great job of doing that. Sam? I'm going to go with V for Vendetta also. the, The end of Superman just like destroys it for me. 
him flying <laughs> around yeah. the wor- world so to, to turn back time. That just like that 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 was. Just, he just he, loved the shit. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that, yeah. That, he was just there before Cher was. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I feel like you know that's just a consequence of the 1970s audience not kind of. They could have found a more convincing way for Superman to go back in time. So. If they, you know, if, if they had that to do over again, they would have. They just didn't know how to represent it in a way the audience would understand. Star Trek Four did it right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got a slingshot into a gravity well around the around sun. The sun. Yes. Yeah. Cameron, um, I'm gonna go. This is tricky. I'm gonna go with Superman because Ooh. That, that movie's Ooh. another one that's like tiebreaker. Tyler. That movie's another one that's like my childhood. V for Vendetta is excellent. No, not throwing any shade at V for Vendetta, yeah. but. And, and fair point by Santa about the ending, but come on, that was, <laughs> yeah. it was 1980s. It was, we had it was come 78, up I think it was. When, when you might be right. Um, all right, so tiebreaker Tyler coming in hot. Well, I'm going to break Matt's heart. <gasps> he's a Superman fan. I'm going V for Vindo. Oh, That's right, Tyler. Because it's a movie that gave you chills. Like, okay. I remember leaving the theater and being like, wow. Like, it is a good film. And, you know, the political undercurrents, like, Gotta go for V for Vendetta. Oh, she right. shaved her head for it. <laughs> you you are correct. Chris Reeves wouldn't have shaved his head. You, well, but Brandon Lee died, and we didn't have the pro <laughs> well, that, advance. That's we're arguing. Yeah. That's other stuff. That's old news. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Tyler, for being tiebreaker, Tyler. All right, and the last in this round of thirty-two DC movie matchup: Superman two against Wonder Woman. Nicole, I know you want to go with the sequel, but uh, no, it's sorry. It's so hard for me. No, Is anybody going to vote for Superman 2? I'd like to have a talk if you're going to vote for Superman <laughs> yeah. 2 here. No, Wonder Woman's just a great movie all around. Um, not not only is it a great story, it's just a great movie. So definitely Wonder Woman. Yeah. I, I should have uh, uh, prefaced the Superman 2 as the Richard Donner cut. <laughs> No. Oh, <laughs> with, with no. all those extra awesome scenes. Yeah, with, uh, super, the Richard Darn cut made it better because. Wait, the, does that? No, no. Wonder Woman's <laughs> definitely obviously here. Yeah, between these two movies, uh, you know, this uh, Superman two was just it was it it the the reason it failed at, at uh, when it came re- releases because they shot Superman one and two almost back to back. Yeah, and then they had to re- go back and reshoot Superman two. And there was a lot of but, chaos but it, with it, Donner on the But it set. made it a lot better. Yeah. Uh, but it's still not as good as Wonder Woman. I mean, I think Superman 2 is just the it, victim of the matchup. It, it, it's a team that could go far in the, in the tournament. Um, it, I think it was better than the original Superman um, for a variety of different reasons, mainly because it was less Lex Luthor, which just Gene Hackman yeah. just being stubborn about Lex Luthor and how that got portrayed um and Wonder Woman is just it's just an awesome movie beyond the Batman films I think is the only uh, uh recent uh DC she's movie she's become a better character than Superman yes absolutely yeah because yeah. I, I don't want to say like Superman there were any super good Superman movies because we just talked about two of them Superman yeah. Superman 2 with yeah. With Christopher Reeve, but pretty much after Superman two, I mean, we don't need to go into the whole Richard Pryor, Richard right. Superman three, and God knows we Superman almost four. ended up talking about Superman four, and then we realized there was better 
things to do with our lives. Uh, and I hate the Brandon, whatever it is, Superman Returns. Bra- Brandon, Brandon Ralph. 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 God, that... That movie was too reverent of the original Christopher Reeves. That was the problem with that movie. It was like, it was like a tribute to the Christopher Reeves Superman. Yeah, I think we could actually have a fun podcast where we just dissected what, how Superman 3, 4, and Returns just destroyed Superman. Uh, it destroyed Christopher Reeves' career. Uh, well, uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. they call it the Superman curse. I We'll save that for another podcast. Cameron, it doesn't matter, but do you want to vote for Wonder Woman or Superman 2? Uh, we had to think about it. You have to think about wow. it? Wow. Yeah. I mean, they, they, each, they each have their strengths. You just got some dirty looks from all the women in the room including yeah. your daughter. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll vote for Wonder Woman for Nora. There you go. For her future. Yeah. Alright, so that concludes the DC Universe. We will move on to the round three, two of the other Marvel movies. Uh, Logan against the Kingsman. Santa, you go. Logan over Kingsman. Logan, which that's that's the other Marvel imprints. Uh, Dark Knight. Logan, which is so good. Like, you know, being a movie outside of... It's not a cape movie. Mm-hmm. You know, a yeah. superhero movie. Logan could I think Logan has come the closest to not having them use powers. Yeah. Like it's it's the closest that any movie, any of these movies have come where like the characters are established and it's like just about them, you know. Most of the movie is more it's not Logan using his powers, it's just Logan being angry. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's using his claws. Yeah, I mean, he's coming yeah. But half the movies about how his healing factor doesn't work very well anymore, yeah, yeah. you know. So Cameron, are you gonna go with Logan uh, all the way? Logan? That movie's great. I mean, they re they re released it uh, in black and white because people thought it was like so you know Bloody. artsy that it oh, yeah. deserved you know like a western treatment. Definitely with the soundtrack, uh, Nicole. I'm going with Kingsman. Um, I have a confession. I fell asleep in the movie theater during Logan. Um, it starts off so incredibly slow. Mm-hmm. And it, it is definitely the artsier movie of the two, but I'm not watching superhero movies to get artsy film. I'm watching superhero movies to have fun. Mm-hmm. And so, Kingsman is such a fun yeah. movie. I disagree with the seeding here, um, but I'll, I'll go with Logan. Um, just just for for the sake of it. The Kingsman was... No, I mean, it could, it, it, it could have progressed further with a, with, yeah, just, yeah. yeah, but I, I personally, well, we'll, we'll save it for the, the next matchup. So <laughs> X-Men first class against Men in Black, and what, what kind of seed matchup is that, Santa? It's a 4-12. 4-12, so yeah. X-Men first class is the 4, four and, and Men in Black, Black was, was the upset 12. 12, yeah. Uh, Cameron, go for it. Hmm, that is tricky. Um, I will, I will say in hindsight, I will go with Men in Black. Uh, that's, that's a real hard one though. I really liked, um, a, a lot of the tie-ins with, uh, that, that First Class had with, um, the first X-Men movie, you know, as far as Magneto's childhood in a concentration camp and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it, for a lot of the reasons we like Men in Black, you know, 
in you know looking back, I'll go. I'll give it the win for that reason. All right, Men in Black is Cameron's pick. Um, I will also go with Men in Black just from a box office perspective, and that's really the only edge I'm giving it. Um, I, I I enjoy First Class, but I thought Men in Black was just overall just a better film. Santa. I mean, it it doesn't pay me to say this, but I'm gonna go with Men in Black also. With mm-hmm. I love Will Smith. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did you see he was on uh, Jimmy Fallon doing? I, like, I uh, saw all. I saw all of that. Yeah, and that was the uh, Will Smith was the, uh, the 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 clue on Thursday, and I got the question wrong. I feel so bad about that. What was what was the question? The what question was, was name three movies that Will Smith was the title character. Three Will Smith, one word. One word. Yeah, where he was the title character. Ooh, wow. Hitchcock, Hutch, or what was that? Hitch. Hitch. Hancock, Hitch, and... Um, oh, uh, was it the the vampire thing? Which What was it? It was Ali. Ali. Oh. I thought that movie was called Muhammad Ali, but I think Ali was. What did the, you end up putting? We put Bright, but that's not. He wasn't the title character. Who? who? He was Bright. a Bright, but no. Not. Yeah, but he wasn't the title character. Okay. That's, yeah, that's what. Yeah. But. So we had three votes for Men in Black. Nicole. I'm going for Men in Black too. All right. All right. Over first class. It's yeah. unanimous. Fair, fair enough. All right, and then Spider Man Two, the Tobey Maguire sequel with, uh, o- Doctor Octopus. <laughs> Against yes. X-Men. Against the original X-Men. 311. Uh, Cameron, go for it. Uh, Spider-Man 2. I mean, like, basically, X-Men 1 and Spider-Man 1 are, you know, the things that kind of prove that the movie hero, the superhero movies could work. Uh, and then Spider-Man 2 and X-Men 2 both, in my opinion, like, wildly ex- exceeded their their originals. Um, and I thought Spider-Man 2 was the better between that and X-Men 2. Not that we're comparing those two movies, but um, yeah, I just think Spider-Man 2 is a really, really great movie, you know, great character development, um, and Tobey Maguire kind of comes into his own in that role. Nicole? I'm going to go with X-Men. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Spider-Man 2 is a decent movie, but um, I appreciate when someone starts something new rather than tries Simple. to... Do a sequel or live live off the success of another movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and X Men's a decent movie. Um, it's pretty good, so that's what I'm going with. Santa, I'm gonna go with Spider Man too. It was like the, even though it was the sequel to something, but it's it. it, was, <laughs> <laughs> it was a, it's no a, shade being. What are you that. saying there, Santa? It's, it's, <laughs> it's a it's a good villain and. You know, Tom McGuire coming his own as Spider-Man, you know, getting that, the Mary Jane, the finally, like, you know, him revealing to her who who he is and stuff. Yeah. And that, uh, that added a lot to the movie. X-Men, you know, it was a good movie, good start to, to, to something, uh, but it, it kind of like, it, you know, a lot, like, kind of cheesy and falls short in some aspects of it. Mm-hmm. So, Spider-Man 2 has probably my favorite Spider-Man villain besides uh, uh, Mysterio, uh, and that's Dr. Octopus. I just, for some reason, think he's cool. thought they did a good job of him. And X-Men, as Cameron, or Santa said about the cheesiness, 
Santa, do you know what happens when a toad gets struck by lightning? Same thing. Same thing as everything else. That was the worst line in the movie. I don't know why people like Halle Berry as an actress. She won a. She won an Oscar. Not in this film. (laughs) She's good at some things, but superhero movies are not one of them. No. Lest we forget Catwoman. Yeah. Nobody was giving her an Oscar for Swordfish either. Yeah. God, I just that. That, that's what I was going to say about the X-Men, but I saved it for this matchup, and that's a terrible, terrible line <laughs> in the film. All right, moving on to... Oh, no, we got a tie here. Oh, wait, we do? I voted for Spider-Man 2. Oh, did you? Okay, yeah, right. okay. Yeah. Spider-Man 2, all right. All right. It was close. Sorry. It was close. Uh, all right, so Spider-Man versus Deadpool. Ooh. This is the original Spider-Man. The original Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Uh, Cameron? Um... That's tricky. Spider-Man definitely gets props, like Nicole was saying, for, for trying something original. Um, but so does Deadpool. So does yeah, Deadpool. I will, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, I'll give it to Deadpool. I, I Deadpool is hilarious. I had a lot of fun with Deadpool. Um, and it's, yeah, I'll give it, give it, give it that. As much as Spider-Man set the bar, I think Deadpool created a whole new bar. And I'm going to go with Deadpool. He raised the bar. Deadpool too. Yeah, definitely. All right. Deadpool, it would be appropriate to make some sort of pole dancing joke when you're talking about raising the bar. And Santa, I assume you're Deadpool. No, I'm Deadpool, yes. Okay. So let's go quickly through the Sweet 16, and we will save the Elite Eight, Final Four, and National, or whatever we want to call the championship, uh, for next week when we also break down uh, a podcast to be named shortly. All right. uh, Marvel City Universe, or Marvel Cinematic Universe. Thor Ragnarok against the original, not the original, Marvel's Avengers. <laughs> Santa. Oh, this one's this one's hard. Uh, Avengers was just so good, just a, like bringing everything together, as as well as it did. Uh, but Ragnarok was a lot of fun. I'm gonna have to go with Avengers here. Mm-hmm. I too will go with the Avengers. Uh, Thor Ragnarok is. A great, great film, but at the end of the day, it took a lot of different factors to get me really interested in the Thor movie, and like, I don't like, know if they're going to be able to carry it Like with Ragnarok, they had to have the first two Thor movies be bad yeah. for Ragnarok to be good. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the Avengers. Nicole? I'm going with Thor Ragnarok. Um, it's a great movie. With, um, it's, you know, I, I really appreciate what Avengers did. I really do. It's a fun movie to watch. It brought this whole Marvel Cinematic Universe together. It started off something great, but... Really inspired DC with the way, a thing to copy. <laughs> <laughs> but what Thor Ragnarok did is it took a property that hadn't been doing so well, and it reinvented it into something totally fun. And it also brought in some cool comics that we probably wouldn't normally see, like Planet Hulk stuff, that we normally wouldn't see in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will definitely go with Thor Ragnarok. Cameron? I am also going to go with Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. I have not laughed uh, that much. Tyler's <laughs> uh, so excited. She's slapping shit. Uh, I, I haven't laughed that much in in a lot of comedies I've seen. And I just think it goes to show, like, that, you know, 
Marvel can do whatever the hell it wants as long as it's entertaining and fun. You know, if they want to make like literally a buddy comedy for the next, you know, superhero movie, they can do it as long as it's fun. Like if they want to, that's what this was. Yeah, this is what that was. Yeah, <laughs> if they want to make something super serious that like makes a statement, they can do that too, as long as it's good. And yeah, I just thought Thor was a breath of, breath of fresh air, especially considering what we. What it could have been if they had just made the third Thor sequel. I don't know if anyone would have had the patience to even watch that movie, you know? So, with, so Thor all the way. So with Santa and I's contrary pick of the Avengers, we go to Tiebreaker Tyler. I, I don't think this is even a contest. Thor Ragnarok, because <laughs> like Cameron said, it's easy to make what is the status quo and to just make another sequel, but they totally <laughs> revamped it. We got to see uh, Chris Hemsworth as a comedian, which I think is great. We got to see another. What Ghostbusters? The reboot? That was. <laughs> a... <laughs> that's a whole other podcast, but yeah. To see, you know, and also Mark Ruffalo, like to see a different side of him was fun. Um, it was thoroughly enjoyable. I think as a standalone movie. Yeah, they took out literally everything bad about the first few right. movies. Yeah. I I've heard actually that uh, this may not be true because I heard it secondhand, but. I heard that uh, when they started filming Thor Ragnarok, um, Chris Hemsworth, you know, took the director aside and basically was like, "Man, I'm so sick of this character. I, I don't want to play him anymore. Like, I'm yeah. over this." And he was like, well, "Let's let's make a new character. Like, yeah. let's do whatever the hell we want. You know, to, to screw it. You know, I, it doesn't matter." And they just kind of did what they wanted to make it a, an enjoyable movie for them to make, and you can tell they had fun making it, and it kind of comes through in the final product. All right, so that moves us to another close matchup. Man, Marvel Cinematic Universe definitely had the you know A bracket. This is Black Panther versus Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One. I'm gonna start off with Nicole. Um, this is a really tough matchup. These are both great movies that I love and enjoy and would happily watch multiple times. Um, but I'm gonna have to go with. Black Panther, partially because uh, Black Panther has a better villain. And I think that's one of the hardest parts to get right in a movie. Mm. So, I think Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 is just awesome on so many levels. Uh, it really broke a, a mold um, from the other Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, but so did Black Panther, and I think Black Panther might have been more more of everything that Guardians of the Galaxy was. Mm-hmm. Um, and was, I thought, just a... It, could, it, it had a little bit of everything, and that's why it did so well. Uh, it's held on to the box office for several weeks. It finally got beat out by... Did you uh, this week? Yeah, Specific Rim Uprising, which right. is... I, that's really disappointing to say... <laughs> Uh, clearly, did you see it, Santa Pacific Rim Uprising? Uh, we're planning on seeing it this week. Okay, well, at least you contribute to the yeah. craziness yeah. that was. So I'm going to go with Black Panther as well. So that's two for Black Panther. Cameron, what do you say? This is a very, very tricky choice because in terms of, you know, cultural impact and, you know, the, the, what, it, what the movie meant to people, Black Panther would win in terms of... The villain, Black Panther, definitely wins. You know, really, Kill, uh, Michael B. Jordan's Killmonger is up there with Magneto in terms of, like, villains who have depth and reasons you're, behind their You're actions. sympathetic to them. Yeah, like, yeah. very relatable, sympathetic characters. Um, 
But I had just a better time in Guardians of the Galaxy because it was, you know, refreshing in the ways we've already discussed. So I think for that reason, I'm going to go with Guardians of the Galaxy, but uh, I'm not trying to take anything away from Black Panther. Mm. Santa? I'm going to go uh, Black Panther Ooh. on this one. All right. Okay. Just, just, just edging out. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the villain I think was was the the ultimate deciding factor. Sure. With it. I mean, both of these movies are top notch. I mean, I, I've I've said it before. When you go with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, there's no wrong answer with your 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 favorite. Uh, as long as you pick between the you know the top five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So uh, the Black Panther advances. We move on to uh, other imprints with. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, 1990, against Flash Gordon. Gordon. <laughs> uh, come on. We, we we took Flash this far, but at the end of the day, you know, Calabunga yeah. every day, all day. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all the way. Yeah. 9.95. Uh, I'm going to go Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. If anybody wants to fight me on this, Cameron. <laughs> no. No. Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Okay. Ninja Turtles advances. And totally radical. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Rocketeer as a what seed? Eleven seed. Eleven seed. Yeah, managed to sneak it all the way into the Sweet Sixteen. It the is the story. it is did the Loyola Chicago did, did sister Jean on their side. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and uh, Dread right. as a two seed. Eventually, that rocket's got to run out of gas. Yeah, as, as 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 fun or whatever as Rocketeer was, did you go by? An actual good movie, Rocketeer, was just kind of like you know corny because it's 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 not a it's hard to call it a, a superhero movie. It was you know like character from the what six fifties, sixties, yeah, fifties. Uh, well, it was it was this was supposed to be the the rocket was supposed to be like this new thing that was going to fight the Nazis, right? So so maybe even forties. Yeah. Uh, but Dread was just just like so like. Surprisingly good. Surprisingly good. I think it's two good words to describe it. Yeah. Uh, dread for me too. Definitely. And dread. Yeah, I think dread. it's going sure. dread. So. All right, and then. It looks like a hood ornament. Yeah, it does look like a ornament. Uh, all right, so DC Universe. Uh, we have. Uh, one twelve. One twelve. Dark, Dark Knight Man. and Batman Returns. So Batman Returns. Uh, Gray, Tim Burton, Batman of, of the two that he did. Can we, say, can we say that that was Tim Burton's last good movie? Uh, what did he do? Was, <laughs> what about Edward Scissorhands? When did that come out? That came out in the 80s. No. 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 Uh, let's, let's very, go. very early 90s. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, 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 the Corpse Bride. The... What about the. The new Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it's it's near the tail end of it. For yeah. you, that's Tim Burton's last. Yeah, for me, that's Tim yeah. Burton's last, last good movie. I, I think, uh, I mean, it's, it, whatever, whatever, whichever the first one, like the Willy Wonka, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and you started rebooting random movies like that. That's when it was over mm-hmm. for sure. Well, when you started seeing uh, uh, fad, uh what uh, Helen and Bottom Carter, Carter, yeah, and, and all and of these movies, yeah. yeah. That's because they're married, right? Yes. Dark Knight. Well, just... they're divorced now. All the way, just Darn for me. all the reasons that we said. 
Anybody disagree? No. no. I'm Dark Knight for sure. It's like the best movie on this roster, maybe. All right. Now we have the Battle of the Women Superheroes. V <laughs> for Vendetta coming in hot as a... Six seed. Six seed against the two seed Wonder Woman. Nicole, Wonder ladies Woman. first. Wonder oh. Woman. V for Vendetta is a good movie. Did a lot of things. I appreciate that it tried something different, but um, Wonder Woman... V for Vendetta didn't make me want to go out and like try to punch someone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> as much as I like the uh, thematic and government tones of V for Vendetta, uh, Wonder Woman's just a surprisingly another surprisingly awesome film. Uh, Cameron, um, uh oh. Ooh, there's a pause. I would be a little contrary and go V for Vendetta. If Wonder Woman's final battle had been different, yeah. if it either not happened at all, because they actually had the guts to not have an epic battle at the end, or if it had happened on different terms, maybe instead of fighting, you know... A CG... A CG bad guy lightning lord, she fought uh, that Dr. Death, the, 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 female, the female sub-villain, yeah. you know, yeah. whatever mm-hmm. her name was, you know. It could have been it. It could have been done better, and I think that kind of took that movie down a notch. Um, so I'll go with V for Vendetta because it has the the political commentary that I love so mm-hmm. much. Uh, Santa, I'm Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Yeah. All right. All right. Because otherwise yeah. you'd get a divorce. Uh, all right, so moving on to the other Marvel Universe movies. Logan as a one seed against the Will Smith Men in Black as a... 12 seed. 12 seed. Wow. Santa, take us away. Logan is the better movie. Mm-hmm. Movie. Men in Black was a good movie, just, just not... Like it's we're going like superhero Logan. If we're going like film Logan, film back was fun and stuff, but it's uh, we're going like you know like real movie. So I'm gonna come in as a hot take and yeah. say that I hate all the bullshit Wolverine <laughs> movies. I just do. I I just I just they're all I'm bullshit. With you, so man. I'm going I'm going Men in Black. I'm going Men in Black as well. Um, ultimately I. I, there's like a span of 20 minutes in Logan where I'm like seriously like oh my god what's happening like where story happens other than just you know bitching about being a mutant yeah mm-hmm. and and that's I, all the standalone Wolverine movies were all that so you're your own you're your own worst enemy Wolverine Logan mm-hmm. just suck it up and eat it it's actually true for the comics as well uh, worst enemy. Cameron. Uh, I'm doing Logan. I mean, it was not... So, we're not talking about X-Men Origins Wolverine. That movie was terrible and didn't make any damn sense. You know, the, you know, the, the, the thing about the Wolverine trilogy is that each one is very different in tone. As they got better. As they yeah, they got better. Uh, I'm still miffed that we didn't get to see the Darren Aronofsky Wolverine mm-hmm. movie yeah. that got canned. Um, but... Uh, yeah, Logan by far is a is a better movie in my opinion. So I think we have a tiebreaker. So while I have not seen Logan, it seems to me another like a really dramatic superhero movie. So, but Men in Black dark. is iconic. Uh, so you gotta go with Men in Black. Yeah, the twelve yeah, seed upset. upset. 
Happens. Call me Sister G. All right. Um, and then finally, we have Spider-Man 2 versus the two seed Deadpool. What was Spider-Man 2? What seed was that? That was a three. This is, this is That's a good two-three matchup. Yeah. Um, Nicole? Going with Deadpool. Mm. Um, I I think Ryan Reynolds is the better superhero. I appreciate that he overcame his Green Lantern past. <laughs> the, the, and also struggled through X-Men Origins Wolverine just yeah. to maintain this, over this, ownership Deadpool of is Deadpool is his character. Deadpool is is he he, he is, is Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, Tom McGuire was a good Spider-Man, but they're they're better Spider-Man than him. Uh, he Tom McGuire isn't even my favorite Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tover Grace is my favorite Spider-Man. Deadpool, Deadpool for me. Yeah, Deadpool for me. Just, I didn't even know that much about Deadpool, and then I love Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just like, why is everybody wearing a shirt? And now I get it. Um, so I think that, is that, that close two yeah. or three votes for Deadpool. We got. Yeah, we have to I, I Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah, we have to okay, so Deadpool moves on. All right, so we have our Elite Eight locked down. Uh, this is actually a really good-looking uh, uh, Elite Eight. Finally, yeah. yeah I, I feel like we can probably get through it in about uh, 15 minutes to our champion, but we're running a little bit over time. So we're going to save it because uh, we're going to do another podcast very soon. Uh, it's going to be The Rock and The Rampage, right? No? Oh. Ready Player One? Ready Player One. I, well, they both what? begin with an R. What, do you, what does that even mean, the rock and the rampage? The rampage. They're the, turning the, the video game. Rock is, is doing this movie called, called Rampage. rampage which comes out, video game. Which comes do you out remember next, the video next game, the arcade game where you were... Uh, she no, doesn't. we've been okay. this. Yeah. I, I tried I gotta go that see too. this, Tyler, because... Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go see it. Yeah. God I bless you. you. Yeah, you I you, won't let you see it alone. You can, uh, you can report back on that one for us. We will. Just read an article in Entertainment Weekly about Rare Player One, and it got me really, really excited. Um, yeah, uh, and, and in fact, the article, well, I'll save it for the podcast, but the article had an interesting uh, comment about some of the challenges they had making the movie, um, which I didn't know why it would be a challenge, because I don't know why you wouldn't do that in the movie. Uh, Nicole has been talking about this movie for seems like months and I think she is going to champion the podcast for next week I'm ready uh, so without further ado we're going to wrap up uh, episode 15 thank you Nora you definitely made your presence uh, uh, felt and thank you yeah she had a lot of commentary thanks to tiebreaker Tyler we're going to need you again probably next week I'll bring my hot takes Awesome. And at least and there's only eight movies left, so you can watch all eight of these. <laughs> yes. and, yeah. Like, yeah. That's what I'll do this week. Yeah. 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 Well, you okay. do have a lot of free time. Yeah, March Madness is, is over yeah. for you, so oh. you got plenty of time. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Follow us on at GuyGirlSanta on Twitter, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Can you swear that you just don't know why? But you know.